0: what to do next. So stop saying that you don't know what to do. Stop feeling overwhelmed. Stop living in the valley and start walking into your calling. So I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to the show. Okay. Okay, I had so many people message me in the last maybe four days about going live on Instagram. So on, I think it was Friday. Yeah. Friday, we had our Q and a Uh, anyone can get on and say whatever. And the last part we talked about going live and we talked about like analytics and statistics and what you should talk about. We didn't like really get too deep into it. We talked for maybe like 10 minutes, but then after that, I was waiting for it to upload to my computer and I was going to post it and it is posted. It's episode 30, but I had so many people that messaged me in in those couple of days throughout the weekend, asking me what I thought about going live. And I thought it was so funny because April had just been talking all about going live and like drilling it into my head. And then we randomly talk about it on Friday. And I had all these people that are like, do you think I should go live more? And so I wanted to do a recording specifically to talk more about going live because it really is this huge thing. And April's been studying this and looking at accounts and figuring out the creator funds and badges. And by applying what April was telling me to do, which was so easy, just going live more and go live while you're talking about something and you're doing something. I had huge growth on my insights with Instagram and I could see everything was in the green. My my accounts reached grew by a hundred percent, literally doubled. It said accounts reached plus 100%. And I couldn't even believe it. So. April, tell us, um, tell us your, your new thing that you wanna tell us about
1: going live or your experience. Um, okay, um, so like we were talking about on Friday, just how important it is that like going live is the next step, you know, like we started with photos and then it went to video, um, you know, maybe YouTube videos where they're like a couple minutes long. Now we have like quick clips but in, in watching those clips, people, you know, develop a relationship with you over 30 second clips, you know, so they want more. So when you go live, they can ask you questions and they can, um, you know, communicate back and forth with you and, and gift you and get to know you, um, the real you, you know. And um, so what I've been watching, like, it just so happened to come on my page last week and this week. Right when the, so there's a top 100 on TikTok. And what that is, is like the top gifted creators. Now, one would think that it's just, you know, a ranking system, but of course, like anything, we all have to be super competitive with that type of stuff. So now it's like the second the timer runs out and someone's first boom, all of these creators are on there, like doing these battles where like their viewers can send them gifts and they're all trying to rank already. There's like this one girl I was watching this morning and she's like, Oh my gosh, we're in like the top 10. Like we only have like 40,000 before we are top eight and I mean number one you get recognition number two those other top creators are going to want to like battle you and then you're it seems so silly but you're like say Taryn is number one and I'm number 50 and she battles me she probably has way more viewers that are gifting her but then if they watch me and they're like oh I like her then maybe they become my gifter too you know. And, um, it's like insane how many people out there just give you know a free donation just just for watching. This goes all the way back to things that we have talked about since the beginning that people just want that personal connection. And um, if you go on TikTok and you can if somebody's live, you'll see um, their ranking. And then if you click on that, um, it will say like weekly number 10 or weekly ranking 10 or something and then so you click on that and then it'll show the whole list of all the rankings Where and it will show this? um on tiktok if you're like scrolling and you go to like a live and you click on the live in the top left hand corner underneath their name it'll say weekly ranking and then their number and if you click on that little bubble okay then then all the rankings will come up and then you can see who's on there. Um, But it's just kind of wild that it's like, I mean, people with like a hundred thousand followers can be ranked number one. So they're, they're right there is, is proving to you. You don't have to have the biggest follower account. You just have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. These people are on live, like all the time. This one girl, I'm just like, every single time I get on in uh, TikTok, she's live. I'm like, does this girl do anything else? No, because she's making so much money, you know? And um, I went live last, I think it was friday and i got my first gift and i was like freaking out and it was like the roses are only like what like one like one uh diamond or something but the person gave me like 30 and i was so excited and then it shows that it's like 15 cents or something like tiktok takes like 60 percent of it but still at the end of the day like
0: like Like i'm doing laundry on another level
1: I know. And I'm doing laundry right now, just folding clothes on my bed. You guys can't see any of my laundry, but I totally could be live right now. Um, I think the hardest part is just getting people to watch you and engage with you. So you're not sitting there talking to yourself because to me, that's the hardest part. And that's why I try so hard to, um, to learn so much because when I learn more and I know more, I, I, I have confidence from that. So like, I feel like that's why I can go live now. And that's why I'm always like, Taryn, do you want to get on live and do a battle with me? Like, I've
0: never done one with anyone. (laughs) So I was like, always (laughs) asking me for this. I'm like, no, I'm okay. Thanks. So (laughs) She's always (laughs) like, "Uh, I I told her, like, I can't go live. Like you, like, she can just like, like, Oh, I'm going to go live right now. But like, I cannot do that. Like, I just can't like, I will be able to, and I'm not going to let that hold me back, but it's just my personality. Like, I just, I need to like, be prepared. I need to be like, what day is it? What am I going to wear? Where am I going to sit? Are people going to interrupt me? What am I talking about? Like, I just need the topic and I'm good. I don't need to like plan anything else, but it's more like all the other stuff. But how far
1: have I come? Like I, (laughs) I literally have pushed myself all the way to this point where I mean I'm still nervous when I go live like but it's getting better cuz I do it more often and you know like I think in my head what is the worst thing that somebody's going to say and I really was trying to like actually brainstorm the reasons why somebody wouldn't want to go live and it falls into like two categories one they're afraid that they're going to be judged it doesn't matter from a coworker people in high school um strangers telling you whatever and yeah there's just trolls out there that just like to go on there and make people feel bad about themselves Mm -hmm. so that's just something you gotta just you know that's something that you've taught me just like look at them through the eyes of Jesus and you know just I feel bad for that person like I'm sorry that that makes you feel better you know but I've never had that so fear of judgment is the first thing and then um What was the other thing? Think of all
0: these. Think of the second thing. I want to talk on judgment for a second. Okay. Because, yeah, while you're thinking of that, I wanted to say this, but I didn't want you to lose your train of thought. But since you already lost it, I'll just interrupt you. Um, (laughs) God, let her train of thought come back. You'll get it. Number two. Okay. But on judgment, I used to like this is something that bothered me so bad. This is something that I just I would get all this courage and muster up all this confidence and like repeat my affirmations and I'm gonna do this and I can do this and I'm gonna be on here. And like one person would say something and I would like shut down. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they said this. And I can repeat the comments back to you. Like I still remember them. Like I held on to them and it just wrecked me. And it would get me to not do another live or another reel or another post for a while. And then I would start second guessing myself, like, are they right? Like, should I not be talking about this? Should I not have this opinion? Should I, should I not be posting? Yeah, maybe that was too offensive. I I shouldn't be doing that. And uh, they're taking it the wrong way. And is everyone taking me the wrong way? And am I, let me go back and look at my stuff. And, and I, I thought of it as there was something wrong with me. And now- If 10 people tell you that you are unapproachable, then maybe you are unapproachable. You know, maybe look at yourself in the mirror of, okay, is this truth? Is this really truth? And I just pray about stuff like that. And I will just say like, God, whatever you need to reveal in my heart, reveal it. And if this is the truth, that is your truth, then help me to change it. Help me to grow. Help me to come from this. Bring it to light let me see these areas of my life that are not truthful and so you can do a lot by just praying for that but it would wreck me so bad and I had to learn I guess I guess it started with learning what my brand was because I felt like that when I really didn't know who I was showing up for and so when I would just randomly post and talk and say stuff and people would say a negative comment I started questioning myself and all these things. So I thought instead of questioning myself, why don't I find out the answers to this and be super bold and straightforward and know who I'm talking to and know who I'm not going to offend and know who is the same opinionated version of me and you know who is my person? And so really it starts with your brand because if you don't know. If you don't know your person, you don't know what you're saying, you don't know who you're talking to, then you don't know who you're trying to not offend or to agree with. You just don't know. And you can't talk to everyone. Because if I stand up and say, "Um, Jesus Christ is the way, oh, there's a lot of people who aren't going to agree with that. A lot of people. And I'm really not trying to talk to the people that don't agree with that. My mission, and it's not like there's anything wrong with that because some people are called get in the trenches and to teach people their their beliefs and I don't feel called to do that I don't really want to talk to people that are like absolutely not like the person who commented was like who and I was like oh I'm talking about God she's like oh I thought you were talking about something that was real I was like okay are you serious like what are we five (laughs) like literally like a five-year-old comment like you commented just so I would say oh God and you would be like oh I thought it was someone who was real so like stuff like this I'm not talking to you. So shh, be quiet. I'm not talking to you. Get out of my comments. I don't even like for a second question myself because I know I'm not talking to you. And I am trying to get super, super, super tuned in and specific what I'm talking about. So everyone that I'm talking to is also tuning into my station because they like what I'm saying. But the only way that you can get people to like what you're saying or agree or be impacted by what you're saying is if you're bold enough and straightforward enough and honest enough and speak the truth enough and you are loud enough so people know who you are. I talked last week about the majority of people don't like you and it's not because they don't like you, it's because they don't know you. And so they prejudge you of, yeah, I don't really like her or I don't really know about her. But really, it's because they don't know you. So if you spoke up and you started being more yourself, I bet you a lot more people would like you. So it starts with a brand of we all want to make an impact. We all know that we're meant to do more than just be in our house and do our own thing. Like we're called to make a bigger impact outside of our families. And we want to do something in that way. And so by building a brand online is the first step, because if you don't know who you're talking to, you don't know who you're showing up for then you don't know which comments you need to block out of your head and realize like I don't care if someone comes in my in my comments and says something like that because I'm not even talking not even responding to you I don't even care that you're here and if it's like offensive enough then you can reply to it and you can do a reel to the comment and like call them out like oh because then when you have this whole following of people that like believe and like who you are and then they're saying like, oh, look at this person told me whatever, then like all of your followers can get in on them. Like, this is a lie. I can't believe they would say this. This isn't true. Go get them. You know, they like come behind you, like, let's get them. Let's take them. Like, and it's cool to be able to do that. So it starts with building a brand and you have to know how to do that. And that was number one was judgment. If you are feeling this with judgment, if you're feeling like Your fear is holding you back from making reels, from making posts, making carousels, going live, or you feel like it's not consistent. It's because it probably isn't. You're missing something. So you have to figure out your brand, get all of that done first to be able to move on. The fear that's holding you back is the fear of the unknown, it's the fear of not knowing what you're about to do. So figure that out and you can go back. So if you go to my Instagram and click on my highlight that says course, It will talk to you a little bit about what my branding course is that I made. And I was selling it for almost $600 and I actually just erased it on this. It was on my, um, I have like, this is like magnetic over here. Um, I had it over there and I saw, I pulled it out so I could write some new things on it today. And I erased at the top, it said course $200. God told me a couple of weeks ago to make my course $200. And I forgot that this was even written and it was over here i was like course 200 dollars i was like oh yeah i'll do that later and then i forgot that i actually changed it to 222 dollars like maybe 2 weeks ago because god was told me to change it and then i saw it on here too and and so many people just to let you know have messaged me and said your course being 222 dollars was an answer to my prayer i have been wanting to do your course but i couldn't afford it or the one girl was like i was going to buy it and god told me to wait and this is amazing. This is like totally from God. I have goosebumps. Like I'm crying. I can't believe this. Like, and I was like, good, because God told me to do this. And I was obedient. Now it answered something for you, grew you in your faith, brought you closer. So if you want to make an impact online, you have to learn how to do it. It will take you a year minimum to figure out all of your branding stuff on your own, because it took me a year and I already had six years under my belt of all of this stuff, if you don't have six years of building a brand online or experience doing this, it's gonna take you even longer. And it cost me between 75 and $100,000 over the last year of me building my business, it's $222. Like you have to figure that out first. I literally sell the course because it's a necessity. It's not like I'm just, oh, I like, this is a, I just need to make money. It's a necessity for you to make an impact. If you don't know who you're talking to and what you're showing up for, you are never, ever, ever going to make an impact online the way you want to. You won't. You have to figure this out. So judgment is the first reason that holds us back, is the first thing that holds us back from going live and doing the scary things. Have you thought of what the second thing is yet, April? I think you have, because I think you tried to unmute a couple of times and I wouldn't shut up. (laughs)
1: Um, So I put the second category, actually, as you just don't, you just don't know what to talk about, Mm. which is all the branding stuff. So I'm glad that you said all that. And then a little side note is um, there's a spot in Instagram where you can block certain words that people can't even comment those things. So if you're really afraid of uh, like, I'm very self-conscious and like, um, back like when I first started I probably if I would have known I would have put words in there like like fat or ugly or something just because I don't want people to call me those things but like that's okay that doesn't bother me now like I mean like obviously I don't want people to say those things but I'm not gonna like whatever yeah, but like, and then
0: we, we just think of the worst like we think someone's gonna go in there and be like you fat ugly cow like how like People don't. Yes, are there nasty, mean, awful, terrible people online? One hundred percent. But we immediately go to like, everyone's gonna come and say I'm ugly. Like nobody is gonna come and say you're ugly. The only people that they call ugly to are people that are trying to like, like be in your face about like how hot they are. And people are like, you're not even hot. Like stop trying to make everyone else feel bad. You look fake or, or like, something
1: super controversial when they don't have an argument back like if somebody's on there like pro vax or anti-vax and and somebody else is like no you're ugly you're stupid
0: like like oh an insult from a five-year-old
1: you can mind. do that on your life too on tiktok you, you can, can block put, it mm-hmm, you can put certain words that you don't want people oh. to say you can absolutely do that i think that um I don't know, but I, when people comment, it boosts your your lives. So right. I think changing your mindset around it too helps because, um, because then you're getting an engagement. Like, yeah. and then like you said, people that are in your corner, like people in the chat, they'll go after them. They'll be like, "Shut up."
0: <laughs> well, I, like, I am. Well, and then it's like a battle in the chat. Then you can tell a couple, and that's what I love about our community is that you can be like, hey, can you guys go comment on this, please? And everyone goes in there and it's like on your side. And it boosts your algorithm because people are going back and forth. And especially if all these people get in there and start having a battle about if God exists and all your friends are in there and all whatever, like the person is gonna keep going back and responding to those replies too of my friends. So it's, it does. And so I have been thinking, I really think that's helped to turn my mind around is that I really, I saw a girl call out a really, like, I could not even believe she was posting this. I'm like, I would literally die if somebody said these things about me. And there were three things on the screen. They were terrible. They were all about how she looks, how she acts. The one was that you should go kill yourself. Um, the one person said, this is hearing you talk was worse than the day I found out I had a brain tumor. Um, like it was. I'm like I cannot even believe you're real people. Like, do you realize people can see who you are? <laughs> like, like I you're not like it. anonymous.
1: I love when they put people on blast and their username is there because all of those people's (laughs) followers go there Uh and report their videos and like comment back to them. And then oftentimes if you go to the page, it'll be like, the page will be taken down or it will say like, I'm sorry for what I said. And it's like all private. Mm -hmm. Like, I love this trolls are like getting it back tenfold right now.
0: I love it. They're getting what they deserve, but she posted on here, these things and she addressed it. And it was, it was just so classy. And it was, I saw her in a new light that I was like, wow, like she does it. I'm sure she cared, of course. And she said she did. She was like, at first I had tears in my eyes and I almost cried. And then I realized this is not true. And she did a post and was talking. I don't remember what she was talking about in the reel, but I just remember being like, wow, like you are a tough girl who is way far along in the self-development journey and in your, in your relationship with Christ and you're like where you're called to be. And it just looked so great that I was like, okay, well the next nasty comment I get, I'm going to reply to it and I'm going to do the same thing. And so I've been waiting for a nasty comment and I haven't had any. And so I'm like, I feel like expecting the comment. And like waiting for it, that I'm ready for it. It made me not scared of it. And then I'm like, oh. it. <laughs> yeah. And I hope that it's so bad that I'm going to be like, yes. Like, thank you, God. This was the perfect nasty comment for me to shed light on someone.
1: Tracy just said in the comments, her oh. first reaction was to just delete a, a negative comment that she received. And I feel like that's a lot of our first reaction, like, oh, delete. Like, you don't yeah. even want to read it. Like, get this out of there. Um, so we need to all just like have this, like, um, understanding if someone comments something mean we have to like go in our chat or reach out to one-on-one somebody like don't delete it right away. Cause I did a post in this big blog and I wish I wouldn't, I deleted the whole entire post with all the comments because, um, because I just feel like people were attacking me for having tried network marketing and um, telling me I'm not like-minded or business-minded with them. And all of these mean things because I did network marketing. And I, they're like, you're trying to recruit people. I'm like, literally, like, it's part of my story. I just mentioned that that's what I did after I got fired. I'm returning to leave. It saved me. Whether people want to talk crap about it or whatever, but like, that was there for me. It's my story. And there was this one girl and she was like, honey, we are not like-minded. If you think that, uh, hey girl and me are the same or something like that. And I was just like, you know what? I commented back and I was like, we aren't like-minded because I would never ever comment on somebody's posts like this and, um, and bring them down when they're just asking for advice or opinion, you know? And um, then I would have kept scrolling. And she commented back and was like, oh where's the fun in that so like that proves like she was just being a troll
0: like that's like a worse like
1: like I wish I wouldn't have deleted it like I should have like my first reaction like in my head I'm making a mental note when this happens to come to you guys and come to our chat because your first reaction is like go inward and be like oh my god I hope nobody sees that
0: And then it's also our own insecurities. So we think things are way worse than they actually are. Because if I read the comments of your posts, I might be like, that's not that bad. Like, that's not that bad at all. If you, okay, there's a book that I want to recommend. It was given to me yesterday and it's a breadcrumb. The second I heard it come out of this woman's mouth, I literally was like, breadcrumb. Like I knew it was a breadcrumb. I started journaling and writing BC with a circle around breadcrumbs where I know that God is leaving breadcrumbs for me to follow. And I know this because I pray for them and then I look for them and I, I, I feel them when I hear stuff, okay? Like when I, when I heard her say the book, I like felt it inside and I was like, yep, breadcrumb. Like I didn't even have to think about it. God told me to reach out to this woman at my church and to uh, make amends with her. So there wasn't like anything happened but there's a lot of things. So I stepped into leadership in my church. Just a little like backstory. I stepped into leadership recently in my church, but because I was a network marketer for seven years, and although I have the reputation in my church of, oh, Taryn, big network marketer, very um, the top earner, everyone in my whole community knows me as this. Like it was who I was. Like I was a network marketer through and through because I was... I'm going to share something on Instagram today that will show you guys like what my town is like, Um, because there was a post made in one of the swap groups in my area that someone started a business and they're selling koozies and the koozies are actually dead squirrels that have been taken to the taxidermy. And the squirrel like opens its mouth and you like put the can in it and it's a squirrel koozie. And this is my town. This is where I live. Okay. This is what those people are used to. All right. This is like, this is the country of Michigan. And so although I live like 20 minutes from the city, I'm still like in Farmville and people are, I don't even know. It's also the same town that someone posted in our own town that we live in. That's very, very, very small. Our own Facebook group that I have been kicked out of because I tried to talk about CBD oil one time. So they kicked me out. So my husband's in the group. I'm still bitter about it because they won't let me back in the group. And I'm so annoyed. But they posted, if anyone is at," and they said like these two crossroads, they said there was a deer that was just hit pretty big. If you want to pick it up and get some meat for it. And I was like, this cannot be real. Like you're literally telling people about roadkill. And then the comments were even worse. The comments were like, oh, if I wasn't going to work right now, I would swing by. I'll tell aunt whatever to get it. I'm like, I cannot." And then we drove past it later that day and it was gone. So somebody picked it up and it was roadkill and they ate it. Okay. This is my town. People in my town don't do big, crazy things. Okay. They don't write books. They don't speak on stage. They don't travel the world. They don't try to make an impact. So don't try to tell me that your town is too small and you like need to get out and you feel like you're just not from a a big town. Most people who do great things aren't from big, huge towns. They didn't like, they weren't like born in New York city or in LA or in Miami. Like they're not. So don't let that hold you back. But I felt like, I'm like, I cannot wait to post this and to show people like what people think my life is like, and then what my life is actually like, (laughs) like, this is actually where I'm from. And this is why I'm here. But anyway, I am stepping into leadership in my church and a lot of people have been very, um, very reserved to me and I can feel it because I'm an empath and I can tell and i haven't been able to really like get in close with a lot of people and they like had this wall up and i felt god telling me to reach out to this woman and tell her i want to talk to her i was so scared we were, we did it yesterday um right in between services and i i wanted to do it over the phone and she's like oh let's just get together at church i'm like oh god like okay fine so we get there and i knew that god wanted me to talk to her and by talking to her she told me some things about her being reserved and apologized. And she was blown away that I quit my job. And now I can see why God wanted me to quit what I was doing because he wanted me to serve in my church. And it was, you can't really mix business and church. It just doesn't really mix very well. And so that was the hesitation in my church. So I was praying that God would lead me to people that I need to clear the air with. And kind of just start over and maybe we got off on the wrong foot we didn't really get each other's true true personalities and I just know that I get offended really easily and then I just get emotional on top of that and I blow it out of proportion and so like one little like I could say hi to someone and they're like oh hi and keep walking and then that will like eat me up for five days like I can't believe she didn't like stop and give me a hug or say something. Like, is she mad at me? Did I, did I do something? Oh my gosh. It's probably because, and then I just go on and I like, don't shut up about it. And I'm talking to John about, it and he's like, oh my God, like, just stop. Like, who cares? Like, I just won't let it go because I've been getting really offended very easily. And I've been working on this. And so this woman told me about a book. She told me it's called the bait of Satan and the bait of Satan, Satan is offense. And she told me that because she just read this book, she was able to see the offense that she was carrying in her heart about me and was able to apologize for how she had resistance to me and told me about this book because she said it's something that she's having her whole group of friends and leadership read together because it is so good. She said, it will change your life at how much offense we hold and how it's just straight from the devil. Because if we can get so easily offended on social media, when we're trying, we're like, okay, this is what I'm made for. This is who I'm called to impact. This is who I'm called to help. This is what I'm going to do. And then someone comes up and says something. It's so easy for us to spin it way out of proportion or way out of line. Instead of having a flesh spirit of offense, We need to be looking at things from the eyes of Jesus. And that's what I pray for too, because that ain't easy. (laughs) That is very hard to do. And so I pray for that. Lord, help me to see people through the eyes of you, to not get offended, to just see their hurt, to see their brokenness, and to not be offended by what they're saying or to take it literal, because I might just be the person in the right place at the right time. And when they finally snap, they snapped on me. And that's okay. I can take it. And so I've been trying to grow in this. So I challenge all of you to try to grow in this and to start listening to that book or reading that book and go through it. If you feel like that's something that you should listen to, because by us reacting in a worldly way of, oh my gosh, hurry up, delete it. I'm so embarrassed. I don't want anyone to see that this person just said this about me. It's a great way for your followers to see truly how you are it's a great way for you to look better and it's a great way to educate and teach the people that are watching the fight go down because if somebody commented like that girl in mine that said oh who are you talking about and i said god and she said oh i thought it was someone who is real and then if i were to be like well god is real and maybe like if i was like nasty and whatever. Like, that would make me look so bad. People are like, she's supposed to be a Christian. She's like preaching on here about like, and then look how she responded to so-and-so. But if they can see a gentle response and a gentle answer where there's other people probably looking at my stuff that have the same thought, like let's say network marketing. If if someone is like, oh, why don't you just get a real job and stop with those pyramid things? Instead of like, oh my gosh, delete, hurry up because other people are going to see it. Other people are already thinking that, or they have thought about it, or they've heard that. And so it's not like hurry up and hide my, hide my junk because I don't want them to see. Instead, it's a really great way to educate people on what a pyramid scheme is and to get a real job. So I always, always start with replying to a mean comment with, that is so great that you said that. That's a really interesting perspective I'm actually so great. I'm so grateful that you said this on here because I'm sure a lot of people think this way too. And it's actually exactly how I used to think, or it's how my husband used to view this, or it's how my mom used to think of this too. So you use, like, you go back and you can use the framework, I guess you can remember, like, what to say of feel, felt, found, like what they say in the sales world to like relate to people. Like, I know exactly how you feel. That's how I felt too when I was buying a new couch. But what I found, Was the investment of this comfy couch? You know, it's like they're trying to get you to buy the couch. Like using that as your framework with a negative comment of, thank you. I get it. I know how you feel. My husband felt that same way. But when we sat down and actually talked to people that were treating it like a real business, they saw that it was more profitable and it's built the exact same way as you build a regular business. But the reason why you think that is because so many people don't do it the right way. And they're making the industry look gross. So thank you for being on here. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I invite you to keep following me because this is totally different. And if they respond with, yeah, sure it is. Why don't you go so blow?" You know, like they have a thing, like then you just ignore it or just like, thanks for your advice or a heart or have a blessed day or You know, oh, what do you do for work? Or, you know, just like if you, but you have to be, you have to be, (laughs) you have to be unoffended in order to let that happen. Because if you're offended, you're not going to hear it because you're offended and those walls are up and you're like, this is all I'm seeing is the offense of the, of the comment or of the conversation. And so if we can learn to not be offended, (laughs) Tracy, I can't wait to see. Um if you can learn to not be offended you will make a bigger impact on who you're following because they'll be able to see that and hear that but it starts with you it starts with being unoffended that's really what it starts with and then you can go make a bigger impact and the more clear you are with who you're talking to Like the more, I don't want to say the, I guess like the better your brand is, the consistency your brand has. And that just means that you're talking about the same thing over and over. If you want to check on how clear your brand is, you can go to the link in my bio and you can go under freebies and um, it's on there to see how clear, like to take the quiz and it'll give you a score. You can see how clear your message is on Instagram. You need to have a clear message. When you have a clear message, one one post that's not about what you're supposed to be talking about can send you back weeks in your brand. It's just like eating healthy, okay? Or eating unhealthy. Like you work out, go to the gym, eat healthy for three months. You lose 15 pounds, 20 pounds, maybe 10 pounds you mess up for two weeks and you're not moving your body and you're eating like crap and Christmas cookies and all the stuff, you can gain the 10, 15, 20 pounds back in two weeks. It takes so much to lose it in like one second to gain it back. It's the same thing with your brand. It takes so much to be consistent and it takes so much to show people who you are and you can mess it up in one second. You're supposed to be showing up on Instagram talking about scrapbooking. That's what you talk about. You're showing up on Instagram and you're talking about God. That's what you're talking about. If I started posting about meal prepping, how confusing would that be? A lot of people that follow me because they, they believe in what I believe in and they want to grow in their faith. So they follow me. They want to grow a business. They know they're meant for more. They want that. They might not also be interested in meal prepping. So if I started talking about that, now they don't like as many posts as they used used to of mine. So Instagram is saying, well, they don't like her account as much as they like other accounts. We want to keep her on the platform for as long as possible. And we want to show her as many people's accounts as possible that she likes. So she stays on for longer. She doesn't like all Taryn's posts anymore. She only likes... 50% of them. So we're not going to show them her stuff anymore. We're going to show them their stuff over here. You start to lose your algorithm because people aren't interacting with your stuff like they used to. And you know, it's the same with your Instagram. When you find someone that you follow and you like their stuff and you like almost everything that they do, you start to see everything that they do. And every time you open your Instagram, they have a new post, it seems, or they're live again because you are interacting with that. You're showing the platform that you like that, that you want to watch it. They know that you do. Maybe you're actually watching the live or you're binge watching their content and the algorithm knows what you're doing. So they know what people are doing on yours too. So if you're talking scrapbook, 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 and then all of a sudden you're like, um, let me show you my routine of how I clean my house. It's like, what? Like that's, that's, I'm confused and confused. People never do anything. They just walk away. So you don't want to confuse people. You need to be consistent with your message. And so this Instagram audit, the self audit that we created was so that people can go on. It's completely free. You can go on and you can follow the steps and you can look and see what your score is to see how consistent you are. Now, once you're consistent with the same message, if your score is really low, you need some help. And you need, you need my course, or you need to find a course that you feel confident and comfortable with, and you need to do it. Um, Side note, uh, this is something that I had to learn the hard way, that if you're trying to build a business with God and walking in God's calling, you should be taking advice and teachings from other Christians. Because someone can be very schooled and knowledgeable in how to brand yourself online But if they're not mixing God in there and they're not talking about what God created you to do and his plans and telling you to pray and telling you to um, reflect and then it's not, it's not going to be the same message. So think about that. I always go back to like, if someone is coaching me or training me or teaching me, like, what are your beliefs? Like with my business coach, that was the first question I asked her. I said, are you a Christian? Like I just flat out asked her, are you a Christian? Because I wanted to know. I wanted to know if what she was going to teach me was backed by the same biblical teachings and beliefs as I did. So you need to find someone that you relate to with a branding course, brand yourself. And then once you have this consistent message of this is what I'm talking about, this is how often I'm talking about it. And this is who I'm talking to. And this is what those people need to hear. And this is the call to action at the bottom of every post that I'm telling people to take next which is usually like a free opt-in to get them like into your funnel, into your system, into like an email list or a text message, like whatever it is. But once you do this, then you just have to be consistent and watch what starts to happen. I would say after about 30 days of consistency with this same message, you'll start to see your insights start to go up. If you're switching your brand from talking about one thing to another it's going to be rocky for a minute. And that's what it was. I, was. I was talking to network marketers and teaching them how to do brands. And then I realized like, I don't want to talk to people like that, that are burnt out that like have to make this work. I so much like just don't like network marketing anymore that I'm like, I, I can't talk to those people because my advice to them, I wanted to be like, you should quit your company. like, But I obviously can't give them that advice. And so I don't feel like I'm the right person to teach them because I don't want to convince people to leave something they feel called to be in. So because I threw myself in there and practiced and did it, I realized, yeah, I don't really like it that way. So I came back to the drawing board and I reinvented myself of, I want to teach Christians how to get deeper in their faith, realize they were called to do more and then help them build a brand online, help some of them um, do that if that's what they want to do. And so I, I only did that because I trialed and erred. So you have to throw yourself in there. It's never going to be perfect. We talk about that all the time. Done beats perfect. Having something done is better than having something perfect. Because as you trial it, you're going to want to change it anyway. So if it is like the best perfect thing that you've ever done and you finally have this like perfect makeup video that you posted or this perfect these perfect highlight covers or like the perfect bio or the perfect profile picture. Guess what? You're probably gonna change it because I change my profile picture every couple of months. I change my highlight covers every couple of months. I change my bio every couple of days. Like it's okay. You wanna, you're gonna wanna change it. So Done beats perfect. And it took about a couple of weeks for me to like level out my insights of the analytics of how things were actually going. So give yourself some time, but after about 30 days, things start to level out. And the more consistent you are with your message, the same way, the less haters that are even going to be in your DMS or in your comments anyway, because the people you're talking to are the people that are going to show up. And then just having comfort and knowing that the people that are talking trash, the trolls that are on there. Good let them talk. It's boosting your algorithm. Find the nastiest comment and reply back to it. Read The Bait of Satan. It's by, I just pulled it up on here. Um, It's by John Bevere. And see where God touches your heart at your offense. How offended have you been so easily? Are you offended with people in your church, in your ministry, in your house? Are you super offended by everything your husband says to you, you take it the wrong way or your mom or your sister or your kids? Really offense. I've been learning so much in this book is just going to blow my mind. I know it is because this is exactly what I've been walking and living in. It's not only am I too easily offended, but I also am just very prone to offending those around me. (laughs) and some of it is, like, my own fault, where I I carry that, and I feel like it's my fault, like, I shouldn't be this way, my personality shouldn't be so strong, but then the other part of me is, like, well, too bad, people shouldn't be offended, like, if you don't like me, sorry, like, I'm not going to change for you, but I know that that's a heart issue, and that's something that God is working on me through, and so spend some time today since it's the beginning of the week, or if you're listening to this recording, and it's not, it doesn't matter, but I always like to start a week with reflections of how am I feeling right now? Like um, just general emotions. You can Google like list of emotions and write down the emotions that you're feeling and then pray for breadcrumbs. Pray for guidance through your week. If it's And then write down things that are, you're struggling with. If you're struggling with faith, if you're struggling with confidence, if you're struggling with the fear of what people think, if you're struggling with your brand and not knowing who you're talking to, write down the things you're struggling with and pray over those things throughout the week. You don't have to sit down and light candles and, you know, sit for 30 minutes and pray, like just put them up somewhere. That's why I put stuff on, on this since it's magnetic. So I can see these things. I can see what I need to do. Like this one here says, uh, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Number one, at the beginning of every week, number one, set my working hours. Number two, make sure that my family's schedule is written down somewhere, like what we're doing all week and what we're doing for dinners, because this helps me stay proactive instead of reactive, you know, help me stay ahead of the game. And then it says, number one down here, pray. This is daily, pray, move my body and journal. Those are the things that I need to start my day every single day with is prayer, moving my body and journaling. And then my week needs to start with setting my working hours and getting my family schedule and their dinner. And I know that if I do those things, I will have a successful week or a more successful week than I would have had if I didn't do them. And I don't have them written in a journal and I don't have it written in a notebook because I want to see it. I want to turn and be like, oh yeah, shoot, I didn't pray. Okay, let me pray right now. Like real quick. It doesn't have, You can just be like, God, help me lead me through this day. Help me be here. And That's it. Amen. Like it it, it can be quick. Like it's, it's, you'll be surprised when you start leading and living your life like that and leading your business like that. And the effect that it'll make on your family. I always say, if you can't do it for you, do it for your family. Because the more you grow, the more you learn the bait of Satan, the more you learn about how to not be offended, the more you'll teach your kids not to be offended. The more you'll teach your husband not to be offended the more you'll teach your coworkers to not be so easily offended and you will make an impact just with that. Change yourself and then the world changes around you. I love you guys. Thanks for being here. Sorry we went over and I'll see you Wednesday so we can talk more about branding and we're gonna talk more about going live and badges and what to to say when you go live. And it's just gonna kind of be the theme, I feel like for a couple of days here because there's so much about it. Um, if you have already done my branding course, go back through and listen to some of the videos. You might just need a refresher. You might need to hear it in a different mindset, a different frame of mind. So, okay. I love you all. I believe in you so much. I know that you guys were called for more and you should be expecting big blessings because they're coming your way. Okay. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening and spending your morning with me. I pray that God blesses your day and that he helps you to see the calling that is on your life. Lord, help us to be obedient to what you've called us to do. Help us to walk in our day side by side with you and link with your power instead of trying to do it on our own. We know we cannot do this on our own, although we try. Please continue to help us and continue to lead us and guide us. We love you so much. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Have a blessed day. Thanks for being here.